In my message today, the seven prophets God is raising. I'm continuing from what we've been sharing and I've been sharing with you. And um, for the past uh, um, programs we had, I have been ministering and I've ministered to you about this topic matter, the seven prophets God is raising. It is very critical, very important to have this in your mind. God told me in a vision that he is about to do something in a new way. Normally prophets would come with the same message in the past and people would hear them same way and some would take heed of the word and some would, would think prophets were going crazy. Now, the same way, the Bible says when Jeremiah was speaking, people thought he was just singing songs of love. And the Bible says that when he was speaking until he reached the level, he said, God, what I speak, they think I'm just joking. But God said they shall believe you when the things you speak come to pass. Do you know, do you know one thing that you must understand is that God wants to shift events, wants to shift things. In my first message I gave you, it was the vision I saw, the Lord speaking to me, how it has always been his desire to raise up a people for himself, a nation. It was not just a plan for God just to die for you. There is a word that is not this world that you will see, but it is called God's world. It is a nation of God. And it is what it means when the Bible says, for he loved, so loved the world, that he gave his son. When you go to John 17, Jesus makes a prayer. And he says, in his prayer, he says, Father, I came to do what you told me to do. And he said, I pray for them. Then he says, not for the world, but for them. That's very crucial. That they may become one, just as you and I are one. So you see, Jesus comes in with a message that there is a certain type of people that he came for to become one. He says he prays for them that they may become one. He says, not for this world you see, but for them to become one. Now, you look at that, and when God was showing me, he said, I have always had this plan. That I bring up my people to become one. To raise up a nation that must invert the earth. So, the Lord began to reveal to me how he will do it. And exactly his ultimate purpose and plan and his whole idea of bringing up his people to invade the earth. And I did mention to you that God showed me, he said, I'll raise up seven prophets. And when I raise up these seven prophets, they will invade the earth. And I told you that God said he's going to raise up media prophets who invade media. Be it through owning media houses. Be it through sponsoring media that will promote the gospel and promote the ministry and promote the word of God. And they will take over. 
And God also spoke about the art and the entertainment prophets who come with artistry. Some will rise in art, such as um, uh, painters, said prophetic painters who, who rise up. Like what happened with Jacob. Jacob was a prophetic painter. We hear the Bible saying that he painted as he was painting, what he was painting is what was happening in the agriculture sector, in the livestock, that even the gods were affected spiritually, that they began to give birth. The breed changed. And the Bible speaks how he became a billionaire, how he became rich through that painting, that he could communicate a spiritual language to the farming industry. And how God will raise up people who come up as, as prophetic painters, prophetic writers. We also saw that even Solomon wrote 1,500 songs. And, and no wonder Solomon was a billionaire. And God said, I will raise up. And that's been always his plan. It has been his idea to raise up. And there will be people who come up in designs. They will design things. They will come up with the shops. Some will come, you know, there will be a lot of things that God wants to happen. And he will raise up these prophets. And they will invade those that already exist. And that they are not for God. So God began to show me how these prophets will rise. And how they will take over. That's number two. The, um, uh, um, the, the art and entertainment. And in the entertainment, how God will raise up people who will be in music. Some will come up with different skills in football, in different type of entertainments and all these type of things that will come. And God will raise up these people. The, 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 the Lord said they will come and they will rise. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to you what the Lord showed me. And I told you with examples how in the Bible there were, God tried to execute this plan on the earth. And, and the Lord began to show me. How you raise up family prophets, that's number three, where these prophets will come up in power and they will overtake, there'll be prophetic families, prophetic marriages, and they will replace all what is happening in the world right now. God is not pleased, trust you me. And the reason is there are so many people in the church, in his nation, who are passing through a lot of difficulties. And God says, that's not what I wanted. I will raise up prophetic families. For example, the family of Jacob, the 12 children, who eventually became the nation of Israel. God is going to raise up prophetic families, children that you, you will be so surprised. You know, there are people who right now, they are surprised how their children are behaving. They're smoking, they're in, into different um, addictions. God says, I'm about to change that. And God will change all those nonsense that are happening. So God showed me all these things, how people get married, how prophetic marriages will happen. And he showed him everything. And I think I've been sharing with you. And, and these prophetic families will rise. And I also did mention to you how God is going to raise up the uh, financial prophets who invade the commerce, the trade, they'll take over in all these dimensions of money. Because right now, it is not the church that is in control of money. It's not the church that is in control of worth. It is the world. The systems of the world have taken over. And the church is failing, struggling to penetrate. But God said, Thomas, come. When I raise up my people, there will be financial prophets, financial magnets that will rise in his kingdom, in his nation. And they will come out in power and they will take over the universe. And these will be people who God will begin to use.
will begin to use in different spheres, dimensions. And they will come out and they will sponsor. They will be the ones who promote righteousness and justice. And I'm seeing them. Not far. I see them now. And I also spoke to you about how God is going to raise up the educational prophets. And this education starts from school. Not only that, there will also be educational prophets who will teach, educate the world how to do certain things. The world will bow on its knees to learn from these prophets. It could be through business, it could be through uh, ministry, through teaching, through whatsoever they could, but it could be educational. Some will even open schools, universities. Some will have uh, the education itself, but there will be educational prophets that God is going to raise up. You need to understand. And then we will also not only have educational prophets that God is going to raise up. I also spoke to you um, about ministerial prophets. God is going to also raise up ministerial prophets. The prophets who come out in ministry. This could be through the pulpit, the way I'm doing right now. Prophets, pastors, teachers, apostles. They will come and they will be the ones that... The, the, the Lord is going to use. I just don't know. But as I said to you, that things will happen differently. And what I'm speaking to you, there are so many men of God who must be very careful. Women of God who must be very careful. Because God will raise up others and he will bring down others. Those who will not understand what I'm saying, and I want, to, I want you to hear this. Because what will begin to happen now? This prophet that God is going to raise up ministerial prophets, some will be pastors, some will be apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, but they must hear what God is saying because they'll be the ones championing all these other six prophets because there'll be seven prophets. These other six prophets, they have to move and align themselves because, for example, in the Bible, God began to show me how Elisha, how Elisha was being used by God to control even the, the, the financial systems to a level where Elisha could speak by tomorrow. This is how the economy will move. And the Bible says it was so as he spoke. So you need to understand that these prophets will, will be used very vital in affairs of the people in this nation. Because they'll be the ones saying, you... By this period, this is how your life will be. And so shall it be how that person's life will change and how events will begin to happen, particularly in this nation of God. So it's important to notice how God is going to raise up the prophets and they'll come and they'll look not only on affairs of their church and the ministry, but on the affairs of the world. Because when you change, when a prophet changes one person's life, the person will not change only his house. But that person, having the kingdom mentality, the person will change the society. And this is how God is going to change the universe. And the reason why God is going to raise up these prophets, it's not because these prophets must uh, stand for um, um, humanism spirit or individualism spirit, but it is for the purpose of his ministry and his purpose of bringing the whole nation under God. The whole world. 
God wants to bring up a nation, his own people, who he will assemble together the way he did with Israel. So this nation that God is raising, he wants this nation to take over. Because what happened is the ultimate plan of God was man must be in the garden of Eden. But because of sin, he was driven out. I want you to see this. Man was driven out. So you need to know that. That God actually, he made a person, gave him dominion. He said dominate. He said control. He said he, he had his own plan for, for this universe, for his nation. And the Bible says, I just like this. The Bible says, and God said we want man. To have dominion over the things in the water, the things in the air, and the things on the land. And I told you this is his plan. He wants people to dominate the water. The port business. The fishing industry. The boats. Ships. He said take over the things of the water. The things of the air. The air lies. God wants you to take over. Anything in the air. Anything on the land. The land, uh, possession of houses, properties. The Bible says God made man in order to control, to rule, to dominate. Have dominance over the things of the earth. But when man sinned, man was kicked out of that. Now, God is showing us through Israel. When Israel, when the when they were in Canaan, when they left Canaan to Egypt, their land was taken by the seven tribes I told you. In Deuteronomy 7, the Hevites, Gigashites, Jebusites, all the seven tribes, all the seven nations, they took over their land. And it was the will of God as he spoke to Abraham that I will bring them back. To take over their land. To take over what they are supposed to control. Now when we saw the seven. Uh, which I read. Uh, and, and spoke to you. The Hittites. Which represents bad news. Remember I told you right? Yes. Which they represent bad news. And I told you that these are the ones. Who have taken over the media now. And God says. In Deuteronomy 7 verse 1, he said, you must take over the Hittites. If we don't take over the Hittites, they'll keep on tarnishing the church, fighting the church, rising against the church. And God said, dominate. He said, take over the Gigashites. Actually, the word Gigashite, it is the word of like the one who returns from, from pilgrimage. A person who comes from pilgrimage. So you were, you were having pilgrimage. And you come back. Gigashite. If you, ch you check it. Actually that's the meaning of the gigashites. And the gigashites were so boastful. They were men in political power and positions. 
and, and God said, I want you to take over the gigashite. He said, go and take over that land. Amen. And I did mention to you why there will be people that God is going to raise up in positions of influence and power for the sake of his nation that he's raising. Until today, there is no rapture. You wonder why? Because God is still trying to make sure this nation has been raised. It is the nation Jesus is coming for. It is the nation. It is the nation that Jesus is trying. He actually came for this nation. He said, Father, I pray not for the world, for them to be one. In verse 1 of John 17, he speaks, and verse 2 of John 17, he speaks of the upcoming hour and how that hour has come. So we are in the hour where God is trying to raise up his people to be one. Why? Because God is trying to establish a nation in this earth. Whose ruler, whose king is Jesus? And after rapture, the Bible says, after rapture, what's going to happen? This nation will be taken and will live with the Christ. And then, that's the moment you, you, after rapture, there will be all these things of the Antichrist. Are you following? So when you hear, People speaking of how the Antichrist will come, how he will rule. Yeah, it's true. But we are not sent to preach the rule of the Antichrist. Jesus said, tell them about my kingdom. So there is a kingdom Jesus came for. This kingdom, you see, when I wonder when the church is scared of the coming of the Antichrist, how he will rule the earth. No, Jesus said, Jesus right now, he wants to rule the earth. Before the coming, before his second coming, he wants to take over all nations and establish his throne. Because it is written and prophesied that he shall establish the throne of David. Now, what is the throne of David? It is the kingdom. So before his second coming, the throne of David must be established. So what's going to happen is there will be one nation that is going to rise from the whole earth. And Jesus will be a king. It's a Jesus nation. You need to understand this. It is that when that's when rapture will happen. After that, that's when the Antichrist will come. The reason rapture will happen, it is because God wants to save us from all the evil activities that will come with the Antichrist. That's rapture, the meaning of rapture. If you read the Bible, that is the time when rapture will happen. Those who remain are the ones who go through all the you know, killings, all tribulations and everything. And after that, the Bible says, and the church will come back in the new Jerusalem. I told you, Revelation 20 verse 6, we shall reign with Christ. Are you here? Are you following? Yes. So, the reason why 
the church went back to Egypt. Did you hear that? Yes. The church what? The Bible says that it is in Egypt where Jesus Christ died. It says that's where our Lord Jesus Christ was slain. It says that's where somebody's like, hmm, he died in Israel. It says that's where our Lord Jesus was slain. He was killed spiritually in Egypt. Meaning to say Egypt is not just a country. It is a system. It's the earthly system. Spiritual Egypt represents the earthly system. No, you didn't hear that. I said, did you hear that? Today we are about to do something. I said, today we are about to do something. Revelation chapter 8 verse 8. 11 verse 8. The Bible says, and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Oh, it says what? Spiritually. Is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Was Jesus crucified in Sodom and Egypt? No. But the Bible says spiritually, that's where he was crucified. You know him being crucified in Jerusalem, but the Bible says spiritually, meaning Egypt, it is a system. Sodom is a system. They represent the spiritual system. Now, the church returned to Egypt. But God says in Deuteronomy 7 verse 1, he says, walk out of Egypt. You must go and possess your land. Go and take over your land. Go and conquer your land. And what land is it? He said the Hittites, the Canaanites. Now, as I've been sharing with you, I just want to show you just for a few minutes. The Gigashites, the meaning of the word Gigashite is also one who returns from the pilgrimage. Therefore, these are people who go back into the earthly realm and oppress people using their political influence and connections. There are also people who are in governmental positions. I also spoke to you about the Amorites. God says you must dominate the Amorites. There were people who were arrogant and boastful in their speech. They believed in their education and the systems they had, in the knowledge Acquisitions of the system and dominance of different areas. People bowed and learned things from them. The Canaanites. This also name means the one who is a merchant. Merchants who humiliate. They were financial giants. They were motivated by greed and the power of their connections. They had influence in financial prosperity and they knew the dimensions of money. And God said, go back to Canaan, go and repossess. Why did God want the Israelites to take over Canaan? 
Because he knew that the people who were in control of finance were the Canaanites, wrong people. They had pride and God hates pride. They had greed and God hates greed. So he wanted his people to take over where there were people with pride, greed, and that the ones who were controlling the money, God says no. He said, I will send my people, go and take over Canaan. It was not just because God just thought, why out of all the lands in the world, why didn't God send them to another country? But God saw strategically, his people needed this land. His people were supposed to have control over a land that had milk and honey. It has always been his plan. And when God showed me a vision, he said, I want my people to replace evil people. But my people are not aware. They think of themselves. Right now, the people are thinking of me. I want to pay fees. I want to pay my house. I want to pay my bills. God says, this is why. In James chapter 4, we, we read how the Bible says, you, they, they, they ask and they don't have. It says, because they're asking to spend things on, on their personal things. They don't have a kingdom in their mind. And we read how Solomon, the Bible says, when Solomon said, God, give me this for the sake of your people. God, the Bible says, and it, when God heard his speech, he was pleased. And gave him wealth and honor. Because it was not for himself. It was for the kingdom. So God told me how he was going to raise up a nation. How you raise up people. And you, you have to be willing. Because the Bible says if you are willing and you are obedient. He said you shall eat the best of the land. So there are people right now who God is going to raise them up. Oh, I'm speaking right. Someone said the Canaanites must be dominated. So we shall control money. So God's people control money. Hallelujah. So right now, if you check who is controlling money, who is in charge? It's the Canaanites. But what's God's will? We must replace the Canaanites. The whole reason he took them from Egypt for 40 years, all what he wanted was them to take over what? Canaan. So whether it will take you five years, and you know, we know why it took 40 years. It is because the Bible says they were doing mistakes. They were murmuring, complaining. Why? They were like, until now, Moses, you have been telling us. Say, so you, you, did you take us out of Egypt to die here? They began to compare their past life. They're like, ah, it is better when we were in Egypt. We were living well. You see, there are people who they begin to look in their past. And they begin to think, ah, you see, uh, there were moments our lives were actually, we are better. And they look now, the Bible says, because of their murmuring, in Psalm 106 from verse 21, the Bible says, because of their murmuring, the Bible says, God did not allow them to take over the land. The Bible says, they were murmuring. And they did not believe in his word. They staggered. On his way. They were murmuring in their tents. They began to speak. They began to come. How would you do that? 
God is in the process of taking you out of the, the Egyptian system. And God is taking you to repossess, to take over. And you begin to murmur. You begin to doubt his word. The Bible says because of this, they struggled. So stop murmuring. Stop complaining. Trust the process. Believe the process. God is taking his church. Okay, so with Israel, it took 40 years. I don't know how many years it has taken for God to reach where we are right now. Where God says right now is the right time. Tell them to take over. But never mama. I'm giving you a secret. Instead of possessing, they were just murmuring. Somebody say, I hear you, prophet. I hear you, prophet. 